Did you know that there are 291 angels recorded in the Bible? Well, today we are going to talk about one of those recordings with a certain mom in the Bible that you are likely familiar with, especially at Christmas time, and how she handled the news that God would bring to her. So let's get started. Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. Wherever you find yourself today, multitasking or just trying to catch a quiet moment alone, I'm so glad you're here as we learn together how to live out our faith and point our kids to Jesus. Please don't forget to hit the add or subscribe button today so you will always be notified about our new upcoming episodes. Faithful 31 Moms is a love worth finding ministry, and I'm your host, Mallory Allen. Hey friends, I first wanted to share, in case the kids get crazy or something starts burning in the oven, that I want you to be sure to check out the 25 Days of Anticipation online study that I have going on this month for the 25 days that are leading up to Christmas. It's completely free and comes to you through daily devotion emails to help you keep your family focused on Jesus this Christmas. Even though we are just a few days in, there's still plenty of time to sign up. A link to the free ebook and how to sign up will be in the show notes. Now, let's get started today. This is a special episode because our Mom of the Bible devotions have officially come full circle. I first started them last December in 2021, if you've been following along or going back and listening. So today I have added a few new things, but I am sharing this podcast once again from last year in December, if you haven't guessed already, about Mary, the mother of Jesus. If you've enjoyed this series, I would love to know as I'm planning for the new year. So email me at mallen at lwf.org or you can message me on social media. I'd love to have your feedback. I'll put those links in the show notes so you can get to them easier. But let's jump in for today. Last year, I asked my oldest son, Jake, what Mary was probably thinking when the angel Gabriel showed up at her house saying, greetings, you who are highly favored. I'm sure it was loud. It might have scared her. And Jake said, well, I think she was probably pretty scared and really surprised. So this year I decided, since I asked Jake last year, to ask James, my youngest. He's in kindergarten. And he said, Mom, you already know the story. (laughs) And then he told me she was probably freaking out. Those are his exact words. So can you tell the difference in my kids already by their different responses? (laughs) But that does sum it up pretty well. According to Luke 129, it says that Mary was greatly troubled and wondered what kind of greeting this must be. The angel could probably tell that she was scared, obviously, as he told her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have been chosen by God to have a baby that will be the Son of the Most High, and you are to call him Jesus. Naturally, right, as we would all wonder, and Mary being a virgin, she asked, how can this be, right? So Gabriel explains everything to her in Luke chapter 1. You can find that in verses 26 through 38. So I want you to be sure and go back and read the story for yourself alongside this podcast today. That'll put everything in clear perspective. So once Gabriel tells Mary that this is all of God, she responds in verse 38 by saying, I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. That says a ton about the woman of God that Mary was, right? I mean, even at such a young age, I would have been like, wait, what? I still have a lot of questions here. Can you walk me through this again? But not Mary. She didn't argue. She didn't make excuses about what she didn't understand. She simply told the Lord that she trusted him. Wow, that is a real challenge for sure. So we see through this final response that Mary 
obviously had a mature faith in the Lord. She was ready to accept and trust whatever plans God had for her. Sure, I would say this was humanly unexplainable, but she must have been covered in the peace and joy of the Lord, knowing that this was a special gift that God was doing and working inside of her. So today, let's you and I put ourselves in Mary's place. You've just heard this news from an angel, which is already shocking by itself. And Mary was unmarried. She was a virgin, the Bible says. And then she also had never counted the days of her cycle for ovulation to try to get pregnant. She had never taken a pregnancy test. I'm sure that she longed to be a mom and have a baby like most women do, but she would have never expected for it to happen this way, right? So in that moment, She could have continued to choose to be fearful, fear of what Joseph, her betrothed, might think, or of what the people in her community might think of her. She could have doubted and said, this isn't even possible. But instead, she chose to trust the Lord with great faith. So let's walk in her shoes for a moment. Could you have done this? I'm asking myself the same thing. Could I have done this? It's been a question on my mind since I've studied about Mary, even last year. I've stayed thinking, could I do this? Could I be like her? Could I trust the Lord like her? In our world today, where no news can be kept a secret for long, with things like cell phones and social media everywhere, we're overrun constantly with people always knowing our business. And to be honest, I think we care way too much about what others think about us and what they see online about us, right? But not Mary. I know she didn't have social media, but I can confidently say I don't think she would have been that kind of woman. I'm sure she wasn't lacking in questions, but she chose. She chose to trust the Lord even when it seemed to be impossible. In Luke 1, 46 through 49, we see the heart of Mary in what's called Mary's song. You need to read that. It's really a beautiful piece in the Bible. I like to imagine that she's even singing it as a praise to the Lord as she's pregnant and Jesus is growing inside of her. She could have been worrying about what others might be thinking, but instead she's praising God and choosing to carry this baby and be the mother of Jesus. That is so awesome. I love to think about how she was praising the Lord through that, even when she could have been questioning everything and what everyone was saying around her. In every situation recorded in Scripture about Mary, To be honest, she could have been questioning the Lord's will or lived in continual worry with each new chapter of being Jesus's mom, but she didn't. She chose faithfulness, she chose to trust God's plan, and she chose to live each day with unexplainable peace and joy. Peace and joy that wasn't based on human emotions, but came straight from the Lord himself. Let's look at some of these examples of the life that Mary lived. First, This that we're talking about today, her encounter with Gabriel and what he told her, or having to travel to Bethlehem at nine months pregnant, ready to have a baby. I do not think any doctor would approve of that trip today, right? Walking, riding a donkey, however she got there. I don't think that would be a good thing to do. Three, giving birth in a dirty cave where animals were eating. Aside from the fact that her baby was a king, right? Jesus, think about that. Giving birth in a cave with no electricity, no medicine, no epidural, just you and your new husband to stand in as doctor. That would be a hard time to trust the Lord for sure. 
having shepherds who you don't even really know coming to see your child, but also at the same time, they're coming to see you and you're likely exhausted from giving birth. You might be nursing. I mean, it's not like your mom was walking into the hospital room to see you, right? Or seeing little toddler Jesus walk for the first time and you're holding him close in those special moments that you're having, you're giving him hugs and kisses, and then you're wondering, well, he's the son of God, so how long am I really going to have him for, you know? Or fast forwarding to standing at the foot of the cross, Mary as the mother of Jesus having to watch her precious son die right in front of her, knowing that this was God's plan and intended purpose all along, but that's still her baby up there, you know? I mean, I can't imagine how hard that must have been, that Mary definitely had reasons in every one of these situations to question God, to live in fear or worry, right? But she didn't. She chose faithfulness. She chose to trust God's plan, and she chose to live each day with unexplainable peace and joy. Joyce Rogers said that Mary was the woman who most influenced the world. I think there's a lot of truth to that. Mary is for sure a role model for you and for me as moms of what it really looks like to live with a trust in the Lord that doesn't waver when our plans change. That happens a lot, right, moms? When we're pushed out of our comfort zones or when we're asked to give up something that we love. I want to be more like Mary. How about you? You're listening today. I have a few suggestions for us both. This Christmas, when you look at your nativity, it's set out on the mantle, all pretty, or wherever you keep it at your house, take a good look at Mary. And remember, she is way more than a decoration. She's a strong woman and a mother that had a huge influence for the kingdom of God. And you and I both can learn so much from the way that she chose faithfulness, she chose to trust God's plan, and she chose to live each day with unexplainable peace and joy. And if you do this, if I do this, I'd like to think that our Christmases will not be the same, that we'll find ourselves choosing joy over stress, when that's easy to do, right? Peace over worry and trust over trying to control everything surrounding us this holiday, but also beyond that, right? This Christmas, that is my challenge and my prayer for both myself and for you. As we close, one more thing I wanted to tell you about that you might enjoy checking out this Christmas to keep the focus on Jesus, even when you're busy making dinner or running last-minute errands. Our hosting ministry, Love Worth Finding, has a special podcast series that you might enjoy listening to during all those things called The Voices of Christmas. There are eight short episodes, and they're wonderful. The first episode is specifically about Elizabeth and Zachariah, which I'm going to be sharing about on our next podcast that comes out on December 21st. So be sure to tune into that. And there is also one on Mary and Joseph as well. You can download the Love We're Finding app and listen there, or you can go to the website. The links will be in the show notes, as well as a free interactive nativity from Faithful 31 Moms that you can print, color, and read or act out um, this Christmas story together as a family. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to check out that 25 Days of Anticipation study that I mentioned in the beginning. All the info is in the show notes and on social media. So be sure and follow at Faithful31Moms on Instagram to catch all the latest. Thanks again, and I hope you have a Merry Christmas.